What up, family? It's episode 125 of The Genius Life. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of The Genius Life. I'm your host, Max Lugavier, a health and science journalist and author of the New York Times bestselling book, Genius Foods and The Genius Life. On this episode of the show, I'm super excited to welcome back my dear friend, Darren Olin. Darren is the man. He is the co-host, along with Zac Efron, of the wildly popular Netflix docuseries, Down to Earth with Zac Efron. He's also the author of the New York Times bestselling book, Super Life, The Five Fixes That Will Keep You Healthy, Fit, and Eternally Awesome. He worked with the fitness company Beachbody to formulate one of the top superfood shakes in the USA, a whole food supplement called Shakeology. And he is also the founder of Barucas, which are a nut that I've featured previously on the podcast. They are sort of like a peanut on steroids, if you will. Um, really great product. And I've uh, had him on the show previously to talk all about that nut. And so you can go back and listen to that. But over the course of the next hour, we are going to talk about his experience traveling around the world and filming Down to Earth with Zac Efron. It's a show that a lot of people have been talking about lately. It's on Netflix. And it is a wonderful show. It's super entertaining. It is beautifully produced. And I could not be happier for Darren to land such an incredible opportunity um, to get to, you know, expose the world at large to some of these ideas that, you know, we talk about all the time in the wellness world as being important, like the, the the value of having clean water and of reducing plastic waste and things like that. And Darren has brought it with Zach to a massive stage. And um, so, yeah, we had a great chat. We talk all about his experience on the show, what it's like to work with Zach, what it's like to, you know, be at the helm of a major production like the show Down to Earth. We also talk about um, some of his experiences on the show. And specifically, we go deep into uh, the wondrous world of water. And this is not really a topic that we've done a deep dive uh, on the, you know, into on the show in the past. And so I'm excited for Darren to take you there, um, which he does so eloquently. So strap on your seatbelts and get ready to get down to earth with Darren Olin. Before we dive in, I want to give a shout out to Four Sigmatic, which is one of the sponsors of this show. Four Sigmatic makes a number of uh, medicinal mushroom infused products like their Lion's Mane infused instant coffee, which I love to start my mornings with. And sometimes I'll just drink an extra cup uh, before recording a podcast. It is a very uh, low and controlled dose of caffeine. It's about 40 milligrams per cup. And they infuse their coffee with Lion's Mane mushroom, which is a delicious mushroom on its own you know, in its own right. But it also has been um, suggested to possess cognition boosting properties. And the research is very early for this mushroom, but there is some really uh, compelling data out there that suggests that lion's mane mushroom can have a cognition supporting effect by boosting nerve growth factor, which is uh, an important um, protein in the brain that facilitates neuroplasticity. And there are a number of very small, I will admit, clinical trials, but that show that um, for certain populations, lion's mane can uh, boost memory function. So not saying that it's going to cure anything, just want to be very clear, but it's a product that I really enjoy. So if you'd like to go to foursigmatic.com slash max and use promo code max, well, you'll get to save 10% off of anything that they, that they produce. And 
I think that if you are a coffee drinker, you should definitely go and check out their Lion's Mane infused coffee. It is definitely a winner of a product. Forsigmatic.com slash max, promo code max, you'll get to save 10% off. This episode of the show is also sponsored by my good friends at Teton Waters Ranch. Teton Waters Ranch make a line of super high quality, 100% grass-fed and finished beef products, hamburgers, hot dogs, sausages, and things like that. They make the kinds of products that both kids and adults love, but without any of the garbage additive ingredients, um, and again, using beef that is not only certified humane, which is super important um, because I care about animal welfare uh, quite deeply, actually. Um, but, you know, when you get beef that that is 100% grass-fed and grass-finished, you're getting a beef, you're getting a product that is much healthier to consume and is going to be good for you and good for your family, going to provide super healthy fats and great quality protein and all kinds of other micronutrients. If you would like to try anything that Teton Waters Ranch produces, they're easy to find. You can find them at Costco, Whole Foods, Hannaford's and Safeway, Albertsons. Um, check them out at tetonwatersranch.com slash max. That's T-E-T-O-N watersranch.com slash max. And yeah, enjoy. All right, we're just seconds away from this chat. You guys, I really love talking to Darren. He's the man. And um, he also, I forgot to mention at the top, he has his own podcast now. It's called The Darren, o- Darren Olean Show. And uh, I'm going to be an upcoming guest on that super soon, which I am pumped about. Um, he's really blown up since the show has come out, and I'm just so happy for him again. He, you know, there's nobody deserves it more than Darren. He's the man. He's been in this industry for a while, and he also is just, um, he's just a really solid guy with a great moral compass and um, loves animals and lives really simply and yeah, just a, just a rad guy. So I'm excited for you to get to know him um, even more than you did the first time that he was on my show. But before we dive in, I want to give a shout out to iTunes user S Borsetti, who left this wonderful review for my show on iTunes. They left five, a five-star review and they wrote, Max has an array of guests and does a wonderful job explaining the science. He is extremely engaging and embodies that on all his platforms. Hands down, my favorite weekly podcast, a true gem. Well, thank you, Esporsetti, for leaving that review. That means a lot to me. Uh, Please, guys, take a moment to leave a rating or review on iTunes. It really helps the show rise up the ranks. It helps us to grow, and it helps me to continue week after week, bring you um, incredible, cutting-edge, brilliant uh, guests and As you know, I release new episodes every Wednesday, so make sure that you're subscribed to the show. If you like this content, that would be fantastic. And join my email newsletter. You can do that by going to maxlugavir.com. Just for doing that, I'm gonna send you a guide to 12 supplements that you can use to potentially boost your brain function um, instantly as soon as you sign up. So that's maxlugavir.com, join my newsletter. You can text me to ask me questions, uh, to just generally join my text message community where I um, offer exclusive updates and uh, discounts to products that I'm digging by texting 310-299-9401. That's 310-299-9401. And yeah, thank you for connecting with me across the interweb. I've got some really cool things coming down the pike. Um, I don't want to tease them just yet, but uh, needless to say, if you are a fan of the genius life, uh, you're going to very be very happy with what I've got for you, um, you know, in store for you. So stay tuned for that. And Yeah. Now, without further ado, I'm pumped to get into this conversation. Um, It was awesome. So here we go. Darren, thanks for coming over and being on the show again. 
Oh man, it's uh, this studio is just sets the tone. It does set the tone, and we're uh, it's it's now being adorned by your beautiful Baruka, your Baruka nut over here, which uh, regular listeners of my show will be familiar with because we did a whole episode talking about it. Mm. Um, what's going on, man? You've had like mm. a busy past couple of months. Jesus, yeah. With this whole pandemic, it was just like, uh, I mean, obviously these things are in motion, right? So yeah. there's a lot of, I mean, the show itself uh, has been in motion since, you know, we started tinkering around with that idea and so cool, you know, mid early to mid 18, 2018. Hmm. And then, you know, the fire happened and all of my stuff. I'm like, you know, I gotta, I gotta get my own voice out there. Cause it's at a certain point I love being on podcasts, but then you, you also miss out on certain things that you want to talk about. And so you get to just exercise that. So then I was like, I just want to, I want to do it. And of course all the, you know, the mind goes, everyone's doing it. I'm like, well, it doesn't matter. I know some really cool people that no one knows about. So if I just did it on that, yeah. You know, so you mean yeah. your, your new podcast, right? Yeah. 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 It's so cool. I mean, it's, yeah, it's such an amazing, um, it's an excuse more than anything to be able to reach out to people who you admire, who you want to mm-hmm. learn from. Um, yeah, I've, I've really enjoyed having it. So congrats. Yeah. yeah. Thanks. It's, it's super fun. I really enjoy it. Um, and so, I mean, like on top of that, you've got this Netflix show down to earth yeah which is amazing like it's it's really really well done Mm. when did you film that like what's the backstory there yeah the backstory is it's like it's so funny it started with a podcast so on rich rolls podcast zach reached out to connor dwyer who is an olympian swimmer who knew rich and he said i really like whatever i said whatever I was getting into, he was just like, he, he was touched by something. Hmm. And, um, so he reached out to Connor, Connor reached out to rich, rich reached out to me and said, Hey, can I give Zach Efron your number? He wants to reach out to you. <laughs> and you know, people reach out all the time of all sorts. Um, and so I was like, yeah, sure. No problem. And then I just forgot about it. So then months later, I just was sitting on the couch one day and I get this text, Hey, it's Zach Efron. And, Hey, I really loved what you said. He was just very sweet, just kind of poured his heart out on a text. And I was like, wow, I can definitely uh, go out to lunch with this kid. He seems very cool. And so, yeah, we went out to eat um, to the Golden Mean Cafe, a nice little vegan joint. Nice. And we just sat for hours. And he just really ended up talking about, well, asking me questions about what I do and, and all of those things. And so, it was really at the very end um, that he goes, oh, so what else, what else are you doing? And I said, well, I have this idea for a show. Because so for a decade, people have been, you should do a superfood hunting show. And yeah, in theory, it sounds really great. But in and out of production, you don't know what it's like. And it's like for those things to line up to really, I, I just, it really has to feel right to do it because it takes a lot to do it. And you're not making money on that thing and it and so i just kind of walked away from numerous meetings just eh, it's just not and so i had this idea of i said yeah zach i have this idea of a little medicinal side of the adventure with the environmental side of things with highlighting maybe some longevity stuff and 
and getting into water a little. I mean, there's so much you can explore. I just had this this current interest list that I wanted to go with with experts like buddies and colleagues that I was lined up on this on the show. And he was like, you know, so this is like we're about getting in our car from the dinner or from the lunch. And he he goes, that sounds amazing. Like we would like travel to those areas. You're traveling to those. You're meeting those. I'm like, yeah, of course. And uh, so two hours later, he calls me <laughs> and he said, you know, I have a deal with Netflix, but it's a show that I'm not really into. Huh. It has certain aspects of what you even saw on this show. It had travel. It had eating cuisine from amazing places and small business and all of that stuff. And, and then I had this element of environmental uh, fitness, broader expansion of what your what life's about and all of this stuff and we just and so he wrestled with his team i mean obviously he's the commander of his, his own team but mm. they didn't know me from a hole in the wall right so he said i we're gonna do this i'm really i really want to do this so i met with all the producers i met with his whole team and it was that that whole thing and he made it happen and walked in and we changed the whole essentially brought those two concepts together, that deal was done. So it was already going to happen, but it wasn't happening because he didn't want to do that one. So so then he agreed to just travel along the whole time. Uh, and we put the show together and the production team was unbelievable. And it turns out that, um, you know, I was super nervous because I didn't want to do I, I didn't want to do something so that I lived and breathed. I didn't want to do a Hollywood thing. Hmm. I had no interest. Um, you know, people pitching that stuff. Well, okay, cool, but let's have this person or that. I'm like, no. Hmm. Like and the so the way it happened and the him reaching out to me and him admiring something that I was about uh set this different tone. Because it wasn't me going to him saying, let's do this show and him going through his managers and all this shit. And and so, yeah, we just went into development of that thing. And sure enough, we we, uh, you know, started traveling for three and a half months and and it was incredible. So, I mean, the, it, you know, and this is something important because when Zach, he said these things to me that that sealed the deal because I wasn't swooned by Hollywood or needing to do that because I wanted to do something from my heart and do it right. And he said, I have all these followers, but I want to use them for good. I want to do something for good. There's reasons why I'm not advertising and pushing products and all of this stuff because I, I want to do something and, and, and better the planet and all of that. And uh, I believed him. And uh, ultimately, Zach is a very em empathic, uh, kind, caring. I mean, I call him kid because he's like my little brother. <laughs> but um, um, so, yeah, it just it, it took off from there. And it was scary because it was like I'm usually super food hunting or driving or being out in the bush or just going somewhere and leading a certain march. And it was a little intimidating when I didn't have any of my 
support in a certain sense, but mm. I was surrounded by his team, his production, all of that stuff. And I was like, oh my God, what am I, what have I done? Like, I hope <laughs> this turns out like, and so I, I had to also let the production inform me what was a good show. Hmm. Right. So, and, and if it was up to me, it would probably been way too intense. Well, I know it would have been, <laughs> it would have been too intense, too informative, too much. And the beautiful thing about this convergence of production and him and, and my ideas and their ideas was it, it balanced this whole thing out in a way that kind of reached to those people that aren't in this space like you and I, or even someone else that reached across to that aisle to a massive amount of people that, I mean, thousands of messages a day. Wow. Like that show changed my life. Wow. Like show changed my life. And then you're like, and my nine-year-old, my 11-year-old, my 13-year-old, my 70-year-old, you're like, it's just like, wow, wow. And so, yeah, that was, that's, I mean, the long version of that, kind of st uh, front story of how it all kind of came together in a in a beautiful way it's it's actually kind of a miracle that you know zach's super busy and he's definitely got his own attention uh challenges like because he gets pulled everywhere i'm sure and the fact that we were ab absolutely and uh, able to get that done and travel and and accomplish this show was amazing and, uh, you know, again, it was challenging because there was a couple of times I didn't think it was going to happen and it got delayed and, and then it came out at what seems to be a kind of a perfect time. I don't think, I don't think like average people or civilians, you know, like people who are not in, in the industry, who are not in Hollywood realize how difficult it is mm -hmm. to get a show greenlit. Yeah. It's one, I mean, you know, it's one of the hardest things to do. I mean, I've been working, you know, in air quotes, like in Hollywood, in, in media for more than a decade. Mm -hmm. And the, the fact that you were, you guys were able to get a show that is simultaneously both smart, but fun and adventurous. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, it's really commendable. Mm. It's awesome. Thank you. And humbly, just again, uh, thank God there was a team, you mm. know, and listen, you can always go. Ah, oh, we could have done that. We could have done this. And but but they kept saying to me to because I had, you know, I had my list of colleagues and 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 researchers and doctors and all of that stuff. And we're gonna get into it. And I had them all lined up and I talked to them. I've been preparing. And, you know, obviously we still had Dr. Longo and Dr. Pez, and we had uh, you know, a lot of great people on the show and um and there's so much to explore. But the the surrender was uh, vital for me so that mm. I wouldn't just sit there and struggle inside myself. And then the trust developed clearly on the road of everybody. Like, listen, we, it became their mission too. And they felt it and it, it kind of infused into everyone. Like this is not a show. It's never been a show for me. It's never been a Netflix and a thing and then a thing and I got a TV show. It's never been that and it still isn't. Mm. It's a mission. And we, we have to, we can't just, you and I just can't talk to the same, our same people. We do have to reach and, and, and be open. And so that was humbling and great that, that I certainly didn't know hmm. how to do that, but having a, a, a team that cared all the way up from the top 
and everyone on the ground from the camera guys, everyone is altered from the show because you, you, you're looking through this camera, you're learning. And we had so much footage. I mean, there was so much we had and there's so many experiences that, that I, I don't even know how they even <laughs> try to edit something like that, but they, they did it. We had, you know, stellar and Emmy award winning yeah. people. It looked, it looked great. There was a lot of, as they say, there was a lot of money on the screen. You know, it looked like the production value was, was amazing. Um, I mean, what was it like for you experience? Cause you know, obviously Zach is going to be very used to the rigors of production, you know, and then the, mm. um, the ups and downs that go along with that. But what was that, what was that like for you? Well, funny enough, you know, it's like from being on the road and having I've had crews with me before and and articles written. So like superfood hunting or something like that, it's just like it's just being me. Mm. Like so that's not hard. I mean, it was a little more intense because you have 13 people and you have you 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 have but there's certain things that I we just like I never wanted to if the, if I didn't have already met those people I didn't want to meet them until the cameras were on I just mm. want everything to be I don't want to set this up I don't want to you know and so so from that perspective like I'm cool just being me and letting it rip and and yeah of course it's weird because <laughs> you you have you have cameras all over and but it became so fun and again it's just mission based. So I, I, for me, I just kept going back to if I get into my head or I got uncomfortable, I just go back to that space in me. I'm like, well, what am I here for? What, what is this all about? And, um, and, and, you know, then Zach and I, you know, there's several beautiful conversations that were just too vulnerable and too, you know, but, you know, we just would forget that cameras were on. Uh, several times and that and I think how they they ended up editing it that was just really us and I think that's reached a lot of people because it's I mean obviously that if anyone hasn't seen the ending it's there's an intense part of 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 that's happened that happened to me during the filming and and so I'll just leave I mean most people probably will will uh, watch it by now but you know that it's just very real it's just uh you know losing my house and everything else but but it, you know and listen zach and i like he, he he's always been a character too so he's always prepared and acted and all of that stuff and you know for him to be him this is the first time he's really ever been doing that hmm. so for him it was like just opening up to letting people see him so that was a different muscle for him. Hmm. And yeah, he was he was uncomfortable and nervous at first. And uh, we talk about it. And, uh, and But at the end of the day, we just had a good time. And just every, every opportunity, every meeting, every kind of sitting there learning along the way, we come away with just like real movement inside of ourselves like there's nothing like there's that part where we're picking up trash and we've picked up trash you've picked up trash on the beach or some cleanup but just something just when you really let yourself feel what it is that you're doing and feel the magnitude of microplastic in our environment and um it, it becomes so intense because it's just like my god like 9.2 billion metric tons 
of this plastic on this planet is just breaking down and then further just annihilating ecosystems after ecosystems and micro ecosystems and it was just those that was intense like that was intense just sitting there all afternoon picking up plastic and you just sit there in a meditative state kind of emotional because it just feels and even Zach said in that one of those clips he was like I feel like I don't even have to move and this one space. I don't even have to take a step and I can just sit here all day picking up plastic. Wow. Yeah. So, so it's, it, it, it infused all of us on the crew and him and, um, and you know, listen, you never know how things are going to be received and you never know. There's so many variables to everything. And just to, to see regular people being so impacted, um, is it's just it's just you know one of the greatest kind of feelings to know that you've made another impact that reached over and touched somebody so you know it's been yeah been pretty amazing it's it's so cool i feel like um many of your newer fans because i mean the show has been has has blown up certainly um you know, might not be all that familiar with the fact that this is something that like you've embodied for a very long time. Mm. I mean, you, you're a superfood hunter. Yeah. You're like the Indiana Jones of like the super, superfood world. So I'm just mm. curious, like over the course of the production process of this show, you know, you've been so steeped in this topic, you know, and then these topics for such a long time, mm-hmm. like were there, are there any moments, um, st- like standout moments over the course of producing the show that even your mind was blown, you know, and that, and that you felt like you were experiencing for the first time? Yeah, several. I mean, I mean, the, l- listen, the, the, the doctor at Lourdes, uh, the mirror, the, you know, so he, so the miracles, like them going through, um, quantifiable miracles of bathing in the Lourdes water that came from St. Bernadette digging in the sand from an apparition of mother Mary. And now millions of people converge on this spring that keeps flowing at Lourdes. And so the doctor in the episode, uh, he, his job is to be a doctor. Hmm. So he receives these, these claimed miracles and he probably sits down and hears about a hundred plus a year. And so his job is to, um, wean out uh an explanation he's trying to find an explanation okay well this happened and you're healing well it wasn't really spontaneous you were taking this medication and then they're like okay well that but there's certain protocols and years and decades no miracle is less than 10 years of research Hmm. so there was one part in that episode and you'll see that they revealed it the first time again i always loved just not meeting the people and let it all and he showed us this miracle that this guy had cancer all over the place and and you see it on the show and they sh- we put up the x-ray and it was just it had eaten his pelvis it is just there was nothing there was really no bone left and you could see this huge mass and they had gone through all of the research over a decade and they couldn't figure out how a decade later well it was a matter of I don't know how long it was before they did their second x-ray and the whole pelvis was 
intact and what? gone. So so this guy didn't believe in this. Mm-hmm. He they he was dying. Uh, and his family said, let's just try this. And he went bathing. He felt tingly right away. And, and he had a remission of cancer immediately. Hey guys, I just want to let you know about one of my favorite companies in the supplement space. And that is live on labs. Live on labs makes a number of really important, uh, supplement products that, um, can be used to boost levels of different compounds like say vitamin C, which is important for collagen production and immune support. Um, in a way that basically bypasses sort of some of the regulatory mechanisms in our GI tract that would otherwise uh, disallow us from absorbing um, a significant amount of a high dose of vitamin C. If you would like to learn more about the benefits of liposomal vitamin C, you can head over to liveonlabs.com. That's L-I-V-O-N-L-A-B-S.com and check them out. They also make a really cool magnesium 3 and 8 supplement um, a glutathione product, which can be used to boost, you know, the body's master antioxidant, glutathione. And they produce the highest quality liposomal uh, supplements that I'm aware of. I mean, there's a lot of imitator companies out there, but my money goes to Live on Labs. So check out, again, liveonlabs.com. And now back to the interview with Darren. That's insane. So wait, so it, where is Lourdes? Lourdes, Lourdes. Yeah, where France. is that? In France. Yeah. So it's like a hot spring? It's not a hot spring. It's just a spring huh. that... Uh, in the i don't know how long ago 1800s uh saint bernadette saw this apparition and that apparition mother mary told her to dig and the spring would be a healing spring wow and so now i mean there's a beautiful light ceremony with candles and stuff with thousands and thousands and thousands of people so you see Everyone from wheelchairs to cancer to everyone converges on this just amazing place. And uh, uh, the doctor is there to wean out if, in fact, the spontaneous healing is, is... Well, he's not determining if he's a miracle. He's just trying to determine through science if there's an explanation. And if he can't figure out anything hmm. from... uh well over a decade because they don't give a miracle away without and uh and so there's there's i think 70 claimed miracles so if he can't they can't explain it and their whole research team and their doctors they pass it off and go there's no explanation and this hit all the criteria of spontaneous remission and healing and and so then they deem this the the miracle and so when we saw the x-rays before and after of one of the latest miracles it was like you're staring at this x-ray and you're like what like <laughs> it's unbelievable wow so you know so things like that and then you know i think iceland was was re- great because we we're underground in a cave and and then them you know they're these boreholes of of mother earth just exploding not volcanic but just this energy and then they cap them and then they use that for geo just huge geothermal Hmm. capture and you know there is some off-gassing of co2 and so they they take that co2 and inject it back in the earth and basically becomes rock again so that was like we could do that all over the planet for energy for clean energy for for sequestering the co2 not for for sure for geothermal not as easily as 
Iceland because it's just there there's so much geothermal activity but but for sequestering CO2 mm. just like injecting that CO2 back into the earth and it becomes rock again wow and 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 crystals that you could then actually use and you know create jewelry from or whatever like diamonds right aren't diamonds like yeah they're a little pure carbon yeah it's just a little more i think pressure and time mm. than they actually become a diamond but these are like fake diamonds wow like they can do it and receive that output and actually get rid of that co2 so things like that you know listen i i mean i did off camera i did some uh icelandic uh foraging with this uh herb company and like uh, that's an incredible area but but just the feeling from this borehole, the the nature's just power is just so humbling and uh, intense. Um, but yeah, I mean, the the several, and obviously just you know running around and and in the Costa Rica episode, and we kind of jumped into Putamona, which you had to get there by boat, and it was like this. I mean, it came off as a little, a bit of a hippie commune, but it was very much steeped in and uh, learning about uh, reforestation and regeneration and plant education and herb education and uh, medicinal plant usage and stuff like that. So it, we just barely uh, touched hmm. on those surface. I ran Zach around in the Amazon on the last episode and, you know, scraping off Chuchuasi as a wow. immune stimulant and, uh, and dragon's blood. And, uh, you know, it's the healing properties of dragon's blood. What's then, that? What's dragon's blood? So dragon's blood is this incredible, it's this tree and you, you can hit it with a machete and it's literally dripping blood. It's, wow. It's, it's almost, red. Yeah. It's almost the same composition and it's incredible for scrapes and burns and, scars and incredible collagen acting properties on topically but you can also uh take it internally uh an incredible uh, uh plant that you know they've been studying it for a long time but hard to kind of harvest and keep in its raw state uh and then we were drinking this uh amazing plant-based milk called <laughs> batawa and no one knows about this stuff. Well, they do now, but, <laughs> but it was a very good friend of mine. Um, and we're still uh, looking to get it into the market. Wow. And he mm -hmm. is single-handedly um, created climbing apparatuses for this because it's different than like, like acai, right? So acai, every, a lot of people know. So you can, they're smaller. You can put a, a, a connected rope around your feet and then shimmy up pretty easily. Hmm. This is a lot bigger, so you can't really bear hug this thing and climb it. So you need climbing apparatuses. So my friend Tarek, uh, which is a PhD ecologist, but he's worked in and out of the Amazon for 35 years, uh, he created climbing apparatuses to give away. So so now we can access Batawa, where you can climb up the tree and get the fruit, uh, creates an economy, creates value back in the Amazon so they don't have to you know, cut a lot of deforestation happens family to family because mm. they're, you know, it's $5 for that tree. It's 10 for that. And so they just kind of cut them down here and there. But if you create value of those trees and other trees and other plants, then that's a, that income that's sustainable for them. So that's why I wanted to, to t tell people about that. We didn't quite get into all of that uh, reason, but Batawa is like one of the most delicious, like, 
it's kind of got a very similar quality um, fatty acid uh, fat qual- quality like uh, as olive oil. Oh wow! Yeah, and it's got this this uh, antioxidant in it and this purple and it, it, we drank it there. We made some and drank it. And it's hmm. just one of the most delicious milks ever. Um, so, I mean that in the jungle doing that thing, that's, that's, that's the fun for me. <laughs> but the one wild thing is when we are doing, we we're at the ayahuasca foundation. Oh man. Up, yeah. Yeah, we didn't do ayahuasca, but you we, didn't. It wasn't in that episode. Yeah, we didn't do. I mean, I've done ayahuasca. It was, it was off camera. Yeah, <laughs> off camera. Uh, the, the camera guys were still on it while they're. Um, but uh, yeah, so I mean, anniversary for me was twenty two years ago when I first did ayahuasca. But um, so we ended up just talking about plants and cleansing plants, and then we actually went through some of the cleansing ceremonies and. I was being smoked out at about which we looked at the timeline. I didn't know yet that my house had burned, but I was literally being smoked out at about the exact same time my actual house was being burned. Oh my God, wow. And that was just such a weird thing. So on some level, it was probably preparing me for that news or that situation um, because that was a really powerful uh, thing. So uh, yeah, so anyway, but that was its own intensity after that but yeah we just um yeah that i mean the the biggest challenge with all of that stuff i could be in every any one of those situations for a very long time because you know in and out and just do the filming and just come like i want to get to it i want to get working on something but, (laughs) but yeah i feel like uh i feel like zach is probably not the first person to meet you and then think to themselves man this guy needs to have his own show, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, a lot of people have asked me, actually, there's an episode about water, which I haven't seen. Mm-hmm. What is that about? Because I haven't yet seen it, but a lot of people, it's like resonated with a lot of people. Yeah, it has. I mean, water is such a massive topic and it was so challenging to even do it because the Lourdes episode was the second half of that episode. Mm. So we we're talking about the miraculousness of water. And I wanted to get into the structuring, the chemistry and the, all of the incredible things, you know, uh, uh, Dr. Pa- uh, uh, Gerald Pollack and the fourth phase of water and all of that stuff. But, but we, we actually, and these were the producer's ideas. So we had Martin, this uh, guy, this water sommelier, so he brought out all these naturally found waters in these uh, beautiful glass bottles. And we tr- tried water from all of these different places. And one's had like 7,000 TDS, total dissolved solids. Yeah, and wow. It was all minerals. So how, did, was, how did that taste? Like you're drinking Alka-Seltzer or <laughs> one was like someone just, you know, dissolved in a coin in here wow i mean and 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 what we weren't able to really clarify is that's not necessarily what you want to be drinking Hmm. that's like almost on the side of like every once in a while maybe this high magnesium water you can just take a little shot glass but it's not something and and the other thing is so so we talked a little bit about you know obviously this ph there's total dissolved solids there's dissolved uh, oxygen, there's dissolved hydrogen, there's structure of water, there's memory of water, there's tons of stuff, which is why we went to Lourdes to kind of say, hey, there's a lot going on with water. Hmm. 
And that's kind of our entryway into potentially, I'd love to do like literally pun intended, a deeper dive on, on some of that stuff. I actually was just talking to a guy who's um, claimed he's found the most perfect water in Austria and it, and it chelates down through the mountains uh, about, it takes about eight years and there's no purification. There's no, it's, it's, there's no, uh, it's all coming directly from the pressure. So there's, it's not touching anything. Wow. And uh, so, so yeah, so the water episode was again, this, this water is not just water. It's got this H2O molecule, but then all of a sudden, okay, you have gas, you have water, you have vapor, well, which is gas, and then you have, it freezes, but then you have this fourth phase. And so we, we, we didn't really get into all of that stuff. We just kind of left it to, hey, didn't you know that there's a lot going on with this, with this water? So, so it started the conversation, but being so light in that information and starting to describe what pH is, starting to describe what total dissolved solids is, because the other side of total dissolved solids, and that just doesn't mean mineral content. Mm. In this day and age, total dissolved solids also means the fatal conveniences that the pharmaceuticals, mm. the, the, the inorganic compounds, fluorides, heavy metals, chlorine, all of this, the volatile compounds that interact with the chlorine that make up other, you know, challenging amines for us to deal with. And it's just like, it's a massive thing. So we didn't really get to, but we then in the episode, we went into a water treatment plant in France. And then France, before we went to Lourdes, France is doing a hell of a job getting good quality, pure water for everyone. Hmm. So you can go to any of those fountains and they've gone through, you know, UV, ozone that you do use still but very low amounts because you still have to in order for chlorine to kill bacteria that's harmful in pipes you know miles away yeah the the chlorination of municipal water it's like it's an important yeah. public health yeah even though it might not be good for the individual right like right. the microbiome and everything because yeah. it's a it's an antibiotic essentially sure. mm -hmm. um it's probably important for just like yeah the you know societal infrastructure yeah it's a really good point because you do it's the only way we've been able to have clean water and not kill ourselves mm. by turning on that tap however we do need to take now because of pharmaceuticals because of all these other constituents that get into the water that we do need to unless you have your own aquifer unless you have your own stream that's been tested and not touched by any anything in this modern world, which is almost impossible. Um, you have to kind of deconstruct and filter all of that uh, and then reconstruct it again. And so that's adding some electrolytes back in. And then of course you can go down the rabbit hole of Schauberger's uh, vortation. There's a, a bunch of uh, spinning water mm. so that it, it vortates and it structures and increases the surface area and tension and and frequency so that it vibrate so it so it resonates more and and uh, uh creates that osmotic flow along with the electrolyte so there's a lot i mean it's just like i mean we could sit here for a week and talk about all the intricacies i've been to some of the most intense water conferences in europe wow with the top scientists on the planet mm. that we don't know about i'm sitting there i literally stood up <laughs> and go 
do you realize that no one knows <laughs> any of this research that all of you are spending your entire life on? Yeah, it's my like, mind. yeah, it's probably a good idea that we create some sort of way to share this. I'm like, but the way they're sharing, I can't follow it. Like, it's so intense. I'm like, the science behind, I mean, think of it, that they're starting to see science that a droplet of water has more memory space than a room that we're sitting in full of hard drives. That's insane. I don't really know what that means though. Like, so, so, so break that down for me. So basically they realized that water has, it's being influenced wow. and it's also delivering information. So they're, they're realizing that it exchanges information all the time, whatever it's up against. And, uh, Lou Montier, a French, he's, he actually was one that that um he's still alive not well but he's still alive he he um uh discovered hiv he was one of the people that discovered hiv and what he did one of his tests was this is describing some of what water can do mm. so he he put physical dna in a glass of water okay right next to it he had purified water with nothing in it just the glass next to it not touching not the water was separated just through that association next to it. They could then measure the physical imprint of the DNA that had given itself over to the water sitting next to it. Wow. So they could reproduce DNA information that didn't have the physical DNA, but had the electrical frequency an imprint into that water. So then you extrapolate that back. And if water is being influenced by the electromagnetic electromagnetics of the earth, it's being influenced by the UV and the radiation from the planet and the electrical conduction of that. It's being, uh, it's, it's allowing information and electricity to flow because of the chelation of the minerals and, and the, the vibration of that. So, structured water is happening by this battery that's the earth and so that is the normal way that we're supposed to receive that water and receive it into our cells and resonates with our cells so so they're just finding that that information side of things that this has a it's kind of like if if we took a hard drive and put it on this table it doesn't really have a point of view what you put in it, right? But it will take anything that you put in it. So water is like that. Hmm. So that's why the work of Dr. Emoto back in the day was like, if you put love on your glass, it literally creates a structure the ge the geometry of love. And if you put hate, it distorts the geometry. There's no uniformity to that frequency. So it goes on and on and on with that. So then we're like, what am I drinking? <laughs> because you can filter water, you can do all the macro 3D stuff to it, but also there's this other influence to it. So anyway, it's a big. It's amazing. Yeah, it's, it's, and, and when you're hearing this, re, this research from these, from these doctors, you're just like, this is, this is almost like they're 
testing something that is, it's quantum. So it's, 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 it's instantaneously receiving information. So it reacts in a quantum world. It acts chemically, biologically. So water is kind of the celestial body that as we drink water. Yeah. Um, so good. Yeah. So anyway, but, but we just, <laughs> we, we probably put, you know, we, we just scratched the surface of what water is on the episode. Okay. So should I, so I, I have a reverse osmosis water purifier yep. in my kitchen. Uh, should I write the word love on the tank? 100%. 100%. Well, there's no downside. Yeah, there's, there is no downside. If you look at it and you go, oh, cool, love. Not only is it affecting the water in your body, right? 70%. Yeah. Central nervous system, over 90%. Well over that in your blood. So, hey, your water, why not? Um, placebo gives you 30% anyway. So <laughs> yeah, You're right. Yeah. So, so why not? But, but the work of these guys clearly show hmm. that we're absolutely affecting. And then you go into, dude, we could go down a rabbit hole. Then you go into prayer you go into what are we telling ourselves what are we saying to ourselves mm. on a daily on a subconscious on a conscious what are we doing are we in judgment are we in fear that is literally quantum physical chemical biologically affecting our water right now instantaneously so that just takes it to a whole nother mind blower of like, okay, if in fact this is true and water is influenced by anything, what am I saying, doing, being in myself? Because that will show up physically. Hmm. And it's going to definitely show up with the water imprint and the flow and the nature of the, I mean, it's, I mean, after sitting for 80 hours in research uh, and uh, listening to the guys, I mean, you just walk away going, if you think it's just H2O, then you haven't looked. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. How do you, where do you get your water from? <laughs> so, so I filter everything coming in. Well, currently I've my guest house that is currently my house on the property. So I filter everything coming in. So my showers, my hair, so I've big filter and then I have a vortator so it structures the water so all the water coming in so that's just coming in okay and then I have an RO unit um so then it's going through getting out all the micro micro there's microplastics all over the place too so that's Everywhere. a whole other you know uh endocrine just annihilator of us men and women and all of that stuff mm. um and then and then I also uh run through an on-demand uh hydrogen Unit so hmm. high amounts of antioxidants. Antioxidant hydrogen is the number one antioxidant in the world, uh, in the elements. So, so that's kind of it. And then I have all kinds of little structuring devices, <laughs> right? So I have my blue bottle uh, that has love engraved on it. I've got this, uh, which is an incredible company um, because you can just whatever symbols you want on there. Just and blue is a frequency of a healthy cell. It's a it's blue is a it's between, I could get me wrong, but it's between uh, 
25 and 30 micro volts, I believe the, the frequency of blue hmm. and that's a healthy cell. Hmm. And so, um, so, so I love my blue bottle. I've got it in the car. Uh, and then there's a, another company called Flaska that uses cr the crystal in the glass. They embed it with frequency generating technology. Um, so th those are a couple crazy things. And then I have some other vortex uh, things and I've got some coming from some vortating uh, uh, machines coming from Austria that were just created. So yeah, just all of that. Um, I, I definitely love to to play with it after it's fixed. So it's, it's, it's a really important thing to, as we've discussed, deconstruct water so that you can reconstruct it correctly mm. and add your elements. in. you need the physical side of things. You need the electrolytes that's conduction. That's opening up the cell walls for hydrogen or excuse me, for water to go in and out of the cell. You need that kind of stuff. And you need that frequency and that that structuring side of it as well yeah speaking of, of electrolytes do you remineralize your water i do 100 percent. what do you like with what himalayan salt it's the mm. easiest you know it's just got, like a just like a pinch just a pinch you don't have to go crazy you don't have to make a sole out of it and make it super intense unless you want to do a colon cleanse mm. like you can easily take a, a liter of water and uh put four uh two tablespoons two i sh probably shouldn't say this because people are just gonna people are gonna it. do it yeah gonna, <laughs> i won't say anything but but just you can colon do, spilling out all over the place yeah <laughs> I, I do a colon cleanse every once in a while that way reverse mm. colon cleanse like through this I, something about that way of cleansing is feels better to me than well i mean we know that certain minerals like magnesium you know magnesium mm. citrate for example yeah. draws water into the gut and right exactly so so the cool thing about Himalayan salt is it's in the, the angstrom size uh, electrolyte that you need. So if you're putting, you know, magnesium citrate, it's a molecule that's too big for cells. So the cellular hydration is super important. You don't want to just go heavy on the salt. You don't want to put tablespoons in there and drink that all the time. You just a pinch. And now you have electrical conduction. Again, hmm. it's every cell is is has to resonate and a healthy cell or a healing cell is that point is excuse me 25 millivolts to 35 millivolts and then when you get hurt it jumps up uh to 50 and that because your body kicks in a higher amount of electrical conduction in order to heal but if you don't have electrolytes if you don't have a proper ph balanced system if you don't have you know from the food itself and proper mechanisms then your body has a hard time and then you're in pain but can't jump up to that kind of amount of millivolts then you're in pain all the time so anyway that's a big discussion but but super important to remineralize the water don't be drinking all the time at all uh distilled water or reverse osmosis you definitely want a pinch of salt or half a teaspoon per gallon Half a teaspoon per gallon. Yeah, just think of it in terms of like, you know, when you put water in your battery, it needs the elements in order for electrical conduction to happen. So so, so we put distilled water in there because it's got the the electrolytes to... Wait, distilled to, water has nothing, right? The distilled water has nothing, but yeah. you, you, in order for us to use it for our batteries in our cells, we need to have the electrical conduction or mm. it's going to reach out in the body and grab it from somewhere else and wow. then it's going to create an imbalance so yeah 
I um I I definitely re remineralize my water. I use a uh, it's like drops drops of like different minerals, but I mm-hmm. like the Himalayan just putting salt in it. Yeah. It's cheap, easy, cheap, easy. Um, well, we don't have that much time left. This was so fun. Uh, I, I feel like it would be uh, remiss to my female listeners if I didn't ask what it was like working working <laughs> with Zach. What what he's like. Uh, I mean, he's a sweetheart. He is. I mean, he cared from the beginning. He cares on the road. He was curious about about learning, and he still is. And he's always up for a good adventure. Yeah. I mean, he loves he loves getting out. Uh, he loves. I mean, so much so he'll go dark for a while, just like not even turn a cell phone on, and people are like, "Where's Zach?" And like, he just needs to get out. It's intense, you know, it's intense from that perspective. You really get a glimpse of, you know, the worldwide fame of mm. him and the intensity that he has to deal with, you know, and thinking thinking about there's certain places where you think I'm in the middle of, we're in the middle of nowhere essentially, like and people people know flock. <laughs> like so it's 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 it, you can't help but to feel that part of the intense moments mm. um and that's where i think he really likes to unplug and so to to be on an adventure to be out in nature like that's for sure like he resonates with that big time so yeah yeah he's a i mean he's a i love the guy i mean he's just a, a big sweet guy and i didn't obviously know him or follow him before that so i just know him as this this kid and so when you when you see that hit him then you just like, kind of like yeah it's like weird it's it's like shit he has to deal with that yeah it's yeah. a it's a it's a lot i mean you know not saying that you know i'm on a scale like give you know even remotely close to him but it's a lot for me to deal with what i've got yeah you know so like yeah. for somebody who's ha- who has like international fame like that yeah well think about it like you go in a certain pockets and it's more intense right oh, certain totally. people that like and then it's like boom 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 and picture 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 and da 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 and yeah. da, da. but he goes anywhere like we we can shut that off like yeah. it just doesn't you know but it, that, it's probably why he's like i'm out like <laughs> i just need to so it, yeah it's a and listen, he, you know, he started, he got catapulted at 14, 15 years mm-hmm. old. So you're trying to figure life out even at that time. And that's just a massive shift in any normalcy that you and I grew up because at least now like, okay, well, I've had a normal sort of upbringing. So I, I don't have to deal with that. And he's you know, half of his life mm. has been this. So it's, you can't, you can't really understand it. You yeah. Know, you can't, it's hard to put your, you know, you see it, but yeah, you know. What's next for you? Are you, uh, this must've been a, 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 for somebody who's so used to just jet setting around looking for mm. the next, you know, latest and greatest superfood. Yeah. You've been, you've been grounded for the past couple of months mm. essentially, right? Yeah. I mean, I think, I think with this whole thing, you know, creating, my own podcast, creating my, my exercise and, and food app and, and, and on the side working on a ton of green energy tech stuff. Mm. Like I've been doubling down. I haven't publicly come out with it, but we're, we're working directly with 
New Zealand and Australia and the Aborigines and like like we're hammering some stuff that's game changing technology for you know for power water food like so so the, you know and for doing that and I've actually spent a lot of time in the converting plastic well, I wasn't converting but looking at the technology converting plastic to usable fuel hmm. and electricity and stuff so um yeah so i've been just like i'm just hunkering down more and more than ever and making these and from the show i'm aligning with a lot of incredible companies that are kicking some ass in a really good way another one is this amazing company called footprint where they're a billion dollar company no one knows about hmm. and they're supplying uh non-plastics for packaging to all the big boys conagra pepsi mcdonald's like no plastics like alternative packaging single-use packaging for wow. these guys so we need that we have to shut off this faucet we have to shut off this pollution faucet of single-use plastic so i've aligned with them and just gonna you know use whatever this is and just kick some ass because we have to man like we have to do something so health of people health of the planet if it doesn't have that i just don't care like i i have to uh use everything i can to focus on those two big things i'm with you when we see uh because i feel like you're the person to ask when we see disposable you know cups or cutlery that uh says that you know they're they're biodegradable maybe they're like plant or vegetable based mm -hmm. are those like truly safe to use so, some are some yeah are. i mean i think that's getting more and more there's a demand but I, I you know the good news is i believe that most of these big companies want the solution mm. they're they're and some now are are investing into it but let's just be very clear it is good to separate your your plastics and put it in the blue bin or whatever color it is in your country or whatever and separate that stuff but let's also be clear recycling largely doesn't exist hmm. nine percent and that's probably blown out of proportion like the rest is buried in mother earth hmm. it's not being recycled so we have to vote with our dollars we have to be aware of companies doing this stuff because we are putting it out to the curb the recycling trucks coming but it's not being recycled hmm. so that is the dupe where's that where's that break in the chain break in the chain is there's no demand hmm. and the demand it's infinitely cheaper to make new plastic than recycle the old plastic because wow. you have to refine it you have to clean it you have to get the glues out there's all kinds of weird layering because even a starbucks cup that you look at it's like oh yeah it's 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 cardboard no it's not there's layers of plastic inside that so it's not recyclable there's mm. plastic in there and so you know, not to mention the top itself is completely plastic and the straws and the everything else. So we have to have companies like Footprint that are actually at scale, at big scale, able to create those alternatives and turn off that and work everything we can to actually start gobbling up and using this plastic. There's a bunch of, you know, companies that are trying to do it, but we have to raise the attention because it's not just, hey, cool, I'm recycling. No, you're not. 
you're separating. Mm. And it's good to do. Again, we need to do that because once we're ready, we need to unbury the plastic and we need to actually get rid of it and do something with it and transmute it and change it and actually recycle it. And the more people, the more people recycle, I mean, is there a point at which it could, it could become cheaper to, to manufacture using recycled plastic as opposed to new plastic? I hope so. Mm. I mean, it is probably 15, 20% over. Wow. But they want to do it. And, and listen, they can work it in their business model. They that, that's the green tax, right? I mean, that's basically yeah. why you end up paying more exactly. for conscientious products. I'll run around as much as possible and pay more for the company. I'll pay more for board chores. I'll pay more for this because of the recycling, because of the transparency, because they're doing it right. The same thing we do with Barucas. Like, yeah, it's a premium nut. You know how freaking hard it is to crack that open and get it out here. But we're also going to plant trees. We're also going to, you know, it's that transparency, that sustainability. It's like, God damn it. We have to do this. Because I go back to the damn episode when we're sitting up and just grabbing all that freaking plastic and you you expand that to billions of metric tons and the ocean and you know this great company for ocean which they're trying to do a lot of stuff they're gobbling up their big base in bali because the the jet the not jet stream but the the ocean currents are bringing so much plastic to certain areas in bali so it's like they're trying to do and they're creating and there's businesses doing this and and so we just need to be aware of it and we need to support these companies we need to Sometimes I like that term, the green tax, just pay a little more. Hmm. You'll appreciate it. You'll know, you know, man in the mirror, like, hey, cool. I spent my hard earned money towards a company that actually cares because these other companies, they don't, they don't as much. And I hope that we create more and more solutions for some of these big boys to continue to move. And, and having had good conversations this week, there are some really big companies that want to do it. So they have teams of people that are wanting to do these alternative things. So we just have to keep making entrepreneurs out there. Just keep, you know, extrapolating and, and finding ways because this is the future. We have to move in this direction. So, yeah. Couldn't agree more. <laughs> Dude, thank you so much for being here. Absolutely. Um, where can listeners... I got one one last question for you, but where can listeners find you on social media? And also, I know you have a book, and we've got Barucas, which I think people should go check out. Um, we have a promo code Genius, where they'll get to save fifteen percent off. Be a genius, yeah. Why be a wouldn't genius. You, why wouldn't you be a genius? We we did a whole episode on your nut, which you discovered and brought to market, mm. and I've referred to it as like a peanut on steroids. Yeah, that's how I that's how yeah. I kind of describe them. Pretty much accurate. Yeah, so Baruka, barukanut.com? Barukas.com. Barukas.com. Yep, yeah. And then darrenoline.com, links to everything there, uh, social media, uh, underscore, damn, Instagram doesn't get back to me. So <laughs> under, underscore darrenoline.com on, on social, um, one to one tribe for three free days of recipes and exercise if people want. Um, yeah, I'm sure there's a few others, but that's got the new podcast, the Darren Olean Show. Yeah, uh, super, and, and Super Life, the book, Super Life, the book. It just became today. I found out. I don't know when this is coming out, but the Wall Street Journal bestseller, amazing USA Today bestseller, and Amazon bestseller. Isn't that amazing? That because your book came out a few years ago. Yeah, and it's just, like yeah, yeah it's you just, just like, never know. Yeah, it just didn't have the. I didn't choose to 
by PR teams and stuff. I just kind of, hey, I did it. I'm letting it out. And and so it got a little love and kind of blew up. So. That's awesome. It's a good lesson to people to uh, to just do what gets you excited, you know, to get out of bed every morning like you. And, you know, like eventually, you know, there's going to be a comet and it's going to take all your stuff to the to the next level. It's just, yeah, it's, if it's not, amazing. just keep going. Just yeah, just keep, keep going. Keep doing it. Keep your plug in i mean that's what we need to do and we need to just focus on beyond beyond just this current situation and everything else and just take care of yourself be healthy be happy and then you know think of ways to contribute because the the planet needs it needs it last question that gets asked everybody on the show what does it mean to you darren Olin, to live a genius life mm. great question i think it's um it's integration. It's uh, kind of the discovery of self. Um, learning more about yourself, learning more about myself informs my relationships and informs my passions. It informs my, my, my North star, if you want to call it that, that compass inside. And, and, when I live my genius, I listen to the compass inside myself and I forge every opportunity to say yes to it because the more I say yes to my knowing, the more it grows and the more I trust it and the more it just expands and the gifts of the universe continue, even though they may not look like gifts. I think everything happens for you, not to you. Mm. Beautiful. I love that. Um, well, thank you again for being here. This was awesome. And uh, congrats on the show. Thanks. Man. It's, it's great. Uh, to all you guys out there in podcast land, thank you for tuning in. Appreciate you. Uh, text me. Let me know what you thought about this episode of the show. 310-299-9401. And I will catch you on the next episode. Peace. Peace.